Today's Issues continues on AFR with your host, Tim Wildman, president of the American Family Association. Hey, welcome back to the last 25 minutes of the show here. Call Today's Issues. Uh, That's the name of this program, and you're listening to American Family Radio. This is live radio here. So what we say and think could be held against us in the court of law (laughs) or the court of public opinion. Therefore, we must be careful. (laughs) All right? About what we say, as I always am. Uh, Tim Wildman here with Fred Jackson and uh, Steve Jordahl now. Good morning, Steve. Good morning. So, Steve, I asked Chris before he left us here to go back to his, uh, well, what are you, cubicle? It's just, or just his desk in the hall? His yes. desk in the hall. We've been, yes. New, we're news hall. Central. <laughs> yeah, right. our, our <laughs> AFR news team, which uh, Chris, Fred heads up and Steve is a part of, uh, because of our remodeling in our building uh, across the street, we've moved them to a hallway uh-huh. uh, that I'm looking at right now. And how, many, how many guys you got down there? Uh, we've got the hallway uh, and they're just, they're just desk, they're sh- like shoulder to shoulder. They're desk to desk, right? <laughs> Close. That's right. Five, five of us, five and of then, them. Yeah. Yeah. And then, uh, there's another office with two more, another studio that has our, um, Jody and Billy are, uh, web people. There's no privacy. No, no you, everybody knows everybody's business. That's right. We all are reporters. We all, except for Chris, talk loud enough that that wasn't an issue. That was yeah. the same thing over across the street. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Actually, it looks and I mean, it sort of looks like the newsroom slums. <laughs> huh? Yeah. Uh, we we might need to do something to help you, or maybe you can't be helped. Well, I don't maybe, know. Maybe maybe news guys are just going to have papers slewn everywhere. It, we are we are uh, a little bit like that, right? Because we use so many papers, and right. what are you supposed to do with them all? I yes. know. Well, yeah. we're getting y'all some new digs here. That's right. I can't wait. Uh, this is very wait. temporary. Yeah, very temporary. So sometime in February, we're thinking we'll, we'll all be moving into some new new offices because we've had this place for 40 years, going on 40 years. And, mm-hmm. in fact, I've mentioned it before, but the studio that we're in right now, sometime in the next three, two to four years probably, will slide down into the neighborhood <laughs> beneath us. <laughs> Am I right, Fred? Because you're, you're, and we're you're, not you're, kidding. No, we're not kidding. <laughs> if I was to get up from the chair I'm sitting in right yes, now, yes. it would slide. Yes, <laughs> all by itself. Yes, if you've ever been in a Ripley's, believe it or not, uh, building, you know what we're right. talking about here. Exactly. Huh? Yes. So there is a neighborhood behind our building, and there's a hill. Uh-huh. So when I say slide down the hill, <laughs> one day the earth beneath us is going to give out, give in or give out. Uh huh. I just hope it didn't live on the air. Right. Although our listeners who are watching would uh, get a kick out of that. I'm sure they would find it funny. That would make it to you, too. But you and I, may they may never find you and me, Fred. Uh, or Steve. Steve happens to be on the air at the time. Yes. Uh, I will say one well, last comment about the hallway. You know, yesterday we had these storms, and there was a tornado watch out for this area for several hours. And so I was trying to figure, where's our safe space? It's got to be an inside Room with no walls, no windows. Hey, my office, the hallway is that. So <laughs> you a safe me space. in a safe space. <laughs> in a safe space. Uh, all right. So 
Steve, what, what do you got? What are you leading with today? All right. Let's talk a little bit about vaccines. Oh, good. I know. <laughs> I can't we get we enough. We touch that Fred, one. No, Fred and I can't get enough. Please, well, Steve, inform us. <laughs> I'm loaded for bear, I got to yes. tell you. Yeah. Um, so I've been looking at this for a couple of days. Have you guys heard stories about um, fit athletes, soccer players, football players, et cetera, mm-hmm. falling down and dying of heart attacks on the pitch? Yes. Um, there's an editor I know we've talked about at the New York Times who died at 40-some years old. 41 years old. And these are healthy. And the athletes, as, as healthy as a person can be in this world, and they're dying of heart attacks. And there is evidence. I have in front of me a study that found – now, <laughs> this is this – is, I'm just going to say it. <laughs> this study found – that between 146 and 187,000 deaths that are associated with the vaccine occur between February and August. Is that worldwide? Year. Oh, U.S. deaths. Just U.S.? Just U.S. deaths. Where are you getting this information? This is from a study that was um, I have in my hand, and I'll give it to Brent to post if we want. It's by a, a researcher, Spiro Pantazatos, out of Columbia, and another researcher. Columbia Country or Columbia University? University. Columbia University. Okay, that would be a liberal school in New York. Yeah. And um, Hervé Siegelman, who's uh, an independent researcher out of Jerusalem. And they've put this stuff together. Okay. And they've used data sets that are not self-reporting data sets. In other words, they didn't use the VERS data set. They, they used census data and other data that uh and what they did is they they measured the average amounts of deaths within a certain amount of days of the vaccine compared to the average amount of deaths later that's what they so you can't make a scientific claim about the vaccines causing death in their study correct me if i'm wrong here you can only draw uh conclusions based on the uh, proximity of the vaccine shots to the person dying and and just guess well is that right going along with what you guys were talking about science or aaron Rodgers was talking about science science is evolving and this is one of the data sets that are going to be used as this discussion if it's allowed at all takes place and so but they are confident they are confident that the odds the odds and and i mean the the percentage possibility that this is not caused by the vaccine is is slim can you get that brent and post that on our facebook page so people can see it for themselves and read it for themselves the study that steve's just referencing yeah. uh what you brought and, and let me just hasten to say this folks um there have been millions and millions and millions and millions of doses of this right of, of the various vaccines uh, administered okay so you have to consider that in the context of the number of people who said to have died because of it. There's always going to be outliers in any kind of mass distribution of a vaccine, right. especially some one that came out speedily as this one did. Now, having said that, I'll also say that we would, we do ourselves a disservice if we intentionally ignore the fact that there are some dangers associated with these vaccines that are under discussed because of the mainstream media and the mainstream medical community 
don't want to do anything to deter people from getting the shots. Yeah. yeah. Am I right? You, you guys agree with that? Well, and yes, and we see it. We see the integrity that the FDA and our government demands when there's a new pill that comes out and you see it advertised on TV. Mm-hmm. What do they have to do? They, they are forced, not because the drug companies want to. This could happen. The oh, you mean effects. all the negative? Yeah. Uh, all the negatives. You could die from this. Yeah, you could <laughs> die from this. It's you could 15 this. seconds of what it can do and 45 seconds of all the legal liability. Don't take that, it if you're allergic That's to the it. point I'm trying to make, and it goes back to what we discussed in the first hour. We should at least be able to have an honest discussion. Stories should be written. That yes, the vaccine has worked for millions of people. Right. But right. But let's be fair and honest. Let's just be honest about yeah. this. What happened over here, Steve, with this New York Times editor? You sent me this story two yeah. or three days ago. It was a fellow who is an editor for the New York Times newspaper. He's a foreign forty nine years old editor. Lives yeah. in right? South Korea. Okay, so because the New York Times is a international newspaper, he lived in South Korea. He uh took Took the took took the vaccine shot for the uh, COVID uh, Moderna vaccine shot. Yeah, Moderna uh, double vaxxed, Janssen fueled, Moderna boosted. He tweeted okay. out the day before he died. Okay, then he takes the shot. A day later, he's dead of a heart attack. So Is he had right? two shots, two shots and a booster. plus a booster. Yeah, all at the same time or different spread As, out. Uh, spread out. Sure the, okay, the, yeah. so let me just say this for sued. <laughs> <laughs> we're we're not saying uh, that the Moderna shot caused him to have a heart attack and die, because unless you do an autopsy, I guess you would never know that. Right. And I don't even know if you can tell with an autopsy. All we're saying is it did happen. It's he did get he did get a yeah. shot. He did get a COVID shot, and a day later he's dead of a heart attack. Yeah. So to, I want to emphasize the point that you made about um, the numbers, because you're right. Even at 187,000 deaths in just the, in the United States, in the United States alone between the six months, six months between February and August, um, the death rate is compared to those as vaccines, 0.06%. That's right. small, that's, small, that's, that's small, small, but minority. it's still high for to be dead. Well, I want to have you to listen. Me. I want to have you listen to somebody I talked to. This is uh, this lady is is um, let me get the the thing out here. Her name is Twyla Brace, and she is the president of the Citizens Council on Health Freedom. And I was talking to her about these numbers. She has listen to what she has to say about these numbers, and she will also posit a reason why we're not hearing much about it. This is cut twelve. If those numbers are true, they are phenomenal. They are huge. They are unprecedented. As a matter of fact, one vaccine in 1976, it was H1N1, and they stopped it after 32 deaths. There's another one where they stopped after, I think it was 56 or so cases of Guillain-Barre. Government officials for a very long time have not liked the fact that parents could say no to vaccinating their children. This has been anathema to them. I think that they are trying to set a precedent for when the government says thou shalt be vaccinated, the people all get injected and, and that there's no question about it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 
the 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 other thing here is that uh, uh, a lot of people have had real adverse reaction not to die they didn't die but they've had a lot of been a lot of people who've had adverse reactions we all know this anecdotally right mm-hmm. people talk to one another mm-hmm. and you hear stories uh, but it but you can't talk about but it's kind of like uh, religion and politics at the, yeah. at the mixed family Thanksgiving meal you can't you're not supposed to talk about it so you're not supposed to talk about the uh, uh, pe- people who've had neb- negative experiences or people who've known people who've died related to getting the uh, the COVID shots right. and again we, we live in a free country yeah if if we know these things are happening yeah anecdotally or there's studies that are being done we should be able to just put that information out to the public Right. That's part of living in a free country like this. Yeah. What's alarming is that, you know, because of this pandemic, all of a sudden information well, is is being put in a box and you cannot get outside that box. Listen, there's a reason why the pharmaceutical companies were giving given an exemption from being sued. Mm-hmm. With, with relationship to the COVID vaccines. Right. The pharmaceutical companies, and then we talked about this before, uh, who were rushing to find a vaccine for COVID, which was a good thing, mm-hmm. uh, they made a trade with the federal government during the Trump administration. They said, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll get on this. We'll get uh, fast and furious. Yeah. But in return, you, we, we, we have to not be able to be sued correct because uh if we're going to be allowed to be sued we're not going to yeah rush this right. because we're going to we would otherwise have to go through our three to five years of scientific research and normal testing including animal testing and mm-hmm. all the protocols that go with developing a new medicine mm-hmm. that's right um that were some of those things were bypassed and rushed uh, thus the term operation warp speed because we because it was an urgent matter mm-hmm. that needed uh we needed a vaccine now yes to to help prevent deaths yeah. from covid so they were told you know i don't blame the lawyers for the pharmaceutical companies they're only trying to protect their company and their client sure but but that being said there is also a reason why you don't want to be allowed to be sued is because to me that says, because we know there's some dangers associated yes. with taking this that we don't necessarily want to talk about. And, and I guess we're, we're at the point now we're two years into this, right? We're saying now is the time that we should be able to step back a little bit right? and look at all of this data and should we public policy be adjusted right? based on the truth. Right. And that's what we're saying. That's not happening. Yeah. We still have a president and a Dr. Fauci who are basically saying it's vaccines or nothing. Yeah. It's interesting to me to see the Delta Airlines CEO, and I think it was the Southwest Airlines. Southwest. Yeah. Am I right? Yes. Both of those guys, mm-hmm. they're appealing to the uh, Biden administration to drop the mask on planes mandate because uh, it because masks in those close proximities don't work and spread in the 
but but mainly because they have a ventilation system on new aircraft that is almost like being outside. Mm-hmm. It's it's that superior, and they're saying this is unnecessary. Furthermore, they're tired of policing. It's uh, ridiculous. Policing masks on planes. People are getting in fights, arguments. The flight attendants are have to, you know are being in, assaulted. In addition to yeah, or in addition to giving peanuts, they're having to say, "Sir, get your mask on," which is you know. Yeah. Oh, it's awful. And the other reason also being the fact that they're losing pilots now, and and yeah. uh, flight attendants because they don't want to get the vaccine. Now I'll just tell you what my wife Allison does, and you don't have to tell her I told this necessarily. But if you're going to get on an airplane and fly. Somewhere, which is typically what you do on airplanes. Mm-hmm. Am I right? Yeah, I think so, yeah. I don't know any of airplanes that roll down the interstate. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, on purpose. <laughs> on purpose. Listen, you just eat your peanuts for an hour and a half. Okay, one at a time. Uh, th- is that, huh? No, people are doing that. that. that uh, that's why I'm saying she's not the only one nope. who's thought of this. So you can eat your peanuts or pretzels, whatever they're still giving you. You know, the four pretzels they give you in that little bag. Uh-huh. Um. And you can do that, or uh, you can. She like pulls her her jacket up over her head, <laughs> like a barca. Uh huh. You know what I'm talking about? Uh-huh. Except there are no eye slits. Mm-hmm. So you reverse your jacket that has a hoodie on it, right? And you pull it up over you over your head, and you and you then you go to sleep or pretend like you're asleep. Yes. And quite frankly, you do have a good filter because you've got a mask. You've got a big mask there to protect the the people around you. One of the other things, if you don't like peanuts, which is what I did on the last flight I took, it was from Phoenix to Memphis. Yeah. I bought a sandwich at the airport inside the terminal. Yeah. A sandwich. You can eat that. It's about a three-hour flight. Okay. I never took so long in all my life to eat a sandwich. <laughs> you were savoring that ham and cheese. Just crumbs at a time. <laughs> and I bought a bag of chips to have with it and a Diet Coke. Listen. Take your time. Listen, if you're going to go on an airplane and you, you're going to be sitting shoulder to shoulder with people you don't even know, <laughs> no. don't complain about a silly little mask, whether it's up or down, yeah. because that makes no difference whatsoever. Nope. None. Makes nope. none. No. Nope. I have uh, I have a, a picture I'd like to show everybody. So you're going to put your yeah. life at risk. You're going to put your life at risk by sitting by somebody you don't know on mm-hmm. an airplane, mm-hmm. and all you're going to trust to defend between you and death mm-hmm. is a is a little piece of flimsy cloth or or fiberglass or whatever that. Some people are taking other uh, measures. I want if if not fiberglass. If you, you what can is pl- it? What is it? What. The, Did we ever get to the bottom of that? It's uh, the surgical mask is the a, surgical mask. What are they made out of, Steve? It's, it's a. Did you ask Siri? Yes, I did. Okay. It's, it's a non-woven. I'll give you the exact language. Um, surgical masks are made of a non-woven fabric created by a melt blowing process. I have no idea. I don't what know that what that means, means either. But. Well, I got a neighbor who does that <laughs> at home, but he makes his own mask. I see him at night over there with the welding thing. <laughs> Go ahead, Steve. I just wanted to, you guys all can play along at home. If you've got a computer, I'd like you guys to do this too. Go to the website, citizenfreepress.com. Citizenfreepress, one word, dot com. Right now? Right now. The very top story is the photo of the day. Okay? And we are talking about, in, in, um, in, 
pe- people what they do on airlines. Look at the picture that goes along with that. Is that airplane insanity? Yes, yes. airplane insanity photo of the day. <laughs> got a lady with got a lady with us like a uh, like an astronaut would wear. <laughs> yes, a oh space my. helmet like an astronaut got would her wear. Face mask. <laughs> now, 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 President Biden and his, and the first lady they're back to they're back to mask because they were shown yesterday at the beach at their beach. Oh, yeah. Their beach home in Delaware, walking the dog. Yeah, and Biden has on. They're right out there in the wide open, on the beach. On the beach. Biden has on his mask. Yep. Right to protect himself from question mark, like the neighbor a uh, couple miles down who might also walk out. You get a downwind. Yeah. What do you? What do you get? Is the risk the downwind? From the maybe a Secret Service agent, who knows? Who's out walking on the beach near the president might give him COVID. Maybe he knew there was going to be a camera. It, on they him. just showed it on TV, and yeah. his wife did not have a mask. on. She did not. She's so she's die. putting everybody. He's got at the risk. mask on. The dog did not have a mask. No, the dog did not either. No, the dog didn't have a, a no mask. mask. No. Uh, can dogs spread COVID? Mm. I don't know. Okay, hey, so I, next story, Steve. All right, let's just. Let, I wanted to end yeah. with this. Um, you may have been wondering what your favorite former president has been up to. Yeah. Well, it turns out that he has ditched McDonald's for Arby's. I want you to listen to President Trump going through an Arby's drive-through. Hint: This isn't really President Trump. Uh, but let's listen. Sure, to sounds the, like him. I know it does. <laughs> Play the clip, Brent. Yes, I was told you have the meats. Okay, so what we're looking for is a brisket, bacon, and beef dip, big beautiful sandwich. Okay, just the sandwich. No, the combination. As a matter of fact, they call it a combo. You want that with a Dr Pepper? Okay, small, medium, or large for the fries and the drink. We're talking about large. I call it huge. It sounds a lot better. Yes, and uh, a Dr Pepper. We like Dr Pepper more than Dr Fauci. And a sob sorry, we'd like a side of horsey sauce. Uh, we're actually out of horsey sauce until further What a shame, bud. Okay, well, no problem. We'll see you at the window. Alrighty. Thank you. He said with the horsey sauce, he said, a bear shells Biden. <laughs> what a shame, bear where shells you, Biden. Where did you get that? That is a guy that I follow on Twitter. His name is Sean Farash, S H A W N F A R A S H. And uh, he's brilliant. He's, he sounds just like. He does. Very we've had him on present. before. He's the one that was the Trump GPS. Uh, we've had him on for a couple other things. <laughs> Good job. Going through Arby's. Huh? <laughs> he said, uh, well, you know what gets me there right there is the, the lady taking the order. She yeah. doesn't, she doesn't, she doesn't bat it. She, maybe she doesn't watch the news. <laughs> maybe she doesn't know who President Trump is. But would you not do a double take if you? I would not I, that you really thought that Trump was coming through, but that somebody would sound like it, that, and you wouldn't say something to him on the order. I would probably say your your order is coming up, Mr. President, just to <laughs> just to play along. I think, but <laughs> yeah, that was funny. Uh, all right, well, here's the game plan tomorrow. <clears throat> tomorrow's the last day of the year, mm-hmm. so. Tomorrow, uh, I will be here. Ed and JJ will be here. And Brent will be here, a producer. And we'll be having our, tr- our normal trivia show. 
If you've ever listened to the trivia show, you know it's not normal. <laughs> okay. But uh, we'll be here for Trivia Friday tomorrow, or we call it Learning University. So we'll have some fun tomorrow between 10.05 and 11.30 Central Time right here on American Family Radio. We hope you have a wonderful rest of your day, and uh, keep listening to AFR, and we'll see you here tomorrow.